What's up, everybody? Lord knows we've all had an absolutely crazy year, am I right? It's been insane. So today I wanted to look back and kind of have some fun. I wanted to tell you guys all about what I believe that I have learned, my seven big takeaways from being 27. Yesterday was my birthday, April 5th, and wow, it's been a crazy year, but also a super, super fun year. And so I wanted to make sure that we looked back. You know, my best friend texted me yesterday and said, hey, what do you, what do you feel like you've learned as a 27-year-old and what are you looking forward to? And so we're going to be chatting about that. I was like, yo, this is why you're my best friend. What a great question. And in the middle, stay tuned. I have a really, really special thing to tell you guys about only for podcast listeners. And then we're going to close out by my big dreams for being 28 and the year 2021. So let's get into it. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am feeling so reflective. I am feeling so refreshed. And I am 28. I can't believe it. Two years from 20. I can't believe where the time has gone. I called my mom this morning and I said, Mom, I think I'm finally getting the feeling of what it feels like to understand that time goes quicker and quicker as you get older. I seriously have experienced that lately. I can't believe that Miss USA was already months ago. I feel like time is flying. I feel like the world is definitely back up to speed again. And I just wanted to take a time a little bit today, this week, to share with you seven major things that I feel like I have had some time to reflect upon. You know, this morning, my best friend in the entire world, who is extremely intuitive and a beautiful human being inside and out, shout out to Topi Banwo, she texted me this amazing question and she said, what's the biggest way you felt that you've grown this past year of life? And what was funny is I was actually kind of in my God time in the morning and I was journaling and getting ready to sit down and journal about that anyway. And if you know me, uh, I really believe that there are no just serendipitous moments. I believe the Holy Spirit sets us up all the time. And so it's super cool that I was already kind of sitting down to do that today and she just blessed my socks off. So thanks, Topi. Um, and it really reminded me of the scripture that says Proverbs 18, 24, that says a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And in this case, a sister as well. And I'm so lucky to have an amazing real life brother, sister, friends, family, all the above friends who are willing to ask the tough questions, friends who are willing to challenge you, friends who are willing to call out the you that they see in you, even if you're not living in that you right now. And that's something that Topi has always been for me. So uh, shout out to her. Shout out to everybody who has been just a, a, a pillar in my life in this past year. We've all gone through some crazy changes, you guys. And I'm not here to tell you that I've been through more changes than you. I'm not here to tell you that I've been through better, worse, whatever changes than you. But I have taken some time to reflect. And I'm really excited to just kind of let you in on some insight, I guess. Birthdays are significant because we have the opportunity every single year to become more like the version of who God's created us to be. And I love that challenge. I love that opportunity, but it is an opportunity. And as we all saw last year, I think we all had a tremendous opportunity to either like grow five years in one year or crumble. And no, I don't have an opinion about whether you chose to take that opportunity or whether maybe you swung and missed last year just because of the circumstances. 
today is a new day and today is an amazing opportunity for you to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and decide that you're going to walk one step closer in alignment with the life that God has for you. And I want to help you do that today. So with that being said, um, stay tuned till the end of the episode. You don't want to miss this. At the end of the episode, in the middle of the episode, I am going to reveal something special for just our podcast listeners. And so stay tuned. And of course, today is in honor of my birthday yesterday where uh, we're, we're going to be talking about these things. So I had an incredible birthday. Thank you to everybody who has made me feel special this past week. And um, it's it's great that things are getting back to normal here in Nebraska. I can't wait. So, okay, let's dive in. Uh, and I chose number seven because seven's my favorite number. And I think it's an awesome number. So, okay. And at the end, by the way, I'm also going to uh, talk to you guys a little bit about some things that I am looking forward to and dreaming about as a 28 year old. So yay. Okay. Number one, number one, <laughs> definitely a huge thing that I learned and y'all can write this down <laughs> is I learned at 27 finally to stop giving a microphone to the people whose voices should be in the bleachers. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. And one word that I described this revelation by was freedom. For a long time, whether it was in religious settings, whether it was in pageant settings, whether it was in friendship settings, the gym, we all put ourselves into different communities. We all knit ourselves into different communities. And one thing that I'm really proud of myself for in this past year is releasing myself from the negative voices that didn't call out who God created me to be in me, even if they held a position that could give me access to opportunity. Even if they held a position that gave me access to influence, gave me access to these things that are enticing, right? I'm proud of myself. This past year, I, I said no to 99% of everything. And I, I stayed focused on the path ahead, despite the enticing nature of that, despite the immediate gratification of that. And I don't know if y'all listening have been in this position where there's something that seems super sweet on the outside, but you know, in your heart is just not for you. And it may even be super great for somebody else. It might even be super great or well-intentioned. It doesn't have to be malicious. doesn't have to be evil. doesn't have to be, you know, low-minded at all. But when you know in your gut that something is just not right for you, saying no and taking a pass is awesome. And it produces a ton of freedom because you stay on track with the Lord. You stay on track with what God has for you. And I have a fuzz in my eye for those of you guys who are watching. <laughs> and uh, it's a pretty sweet deal when you get along to the other side of it and you're like, I am so glad I got out of that. Or I'm so glad I said no to that. It's awesome. And one thing that I wrote down in my notes for today is I wrote when I got those voices, I made room for the voices that should be in. We all are flawed human beings with a distinct capacity for the doors of our life. And as we let more things in, you're going to have to let some things out. And as you let some things out, you'll have more room to let some things in. And I don't think that we always see our life and things that way. I think that sometimes we are told that we're Wonder Woman, we're Superman, we're all these different things. You can do anything you want. You can do anything you put your mind to which is so true in a sense, but you're still human and time is still a fixed entity and energy 
is something that you only have so much of. And yes, you can, you can create more energy if you will, but that takes, um, intentionality that takes uh, going and recharging, which still takes your time, which is a fixed entity. So do with that what you will. But my activation piece for you guys is that I wish I would have learned this a lot earlier. And granted, I'm, I'm 28 now. I learned this at 27. And I'm sure I'll have to keep learning this <laughs> over and over. But my word, my word of advice and wisdom to you guys would definitely be to just take a quick account of the voices that are speaking into your life. And it's totally okay to put people in the bleachers. It's totally okay to turn the volume down on some people. You're, you're, you're not being mean by turning the volume down on people that are that have malicious intent that speak negatively towards what you can do and who you are. That's not being mean. It's not being rude. It's called setting boundaries and it's super healthy and you can do it. That brings us to number two at 27. I finally found the people who would up level my life. I cannot say high enough about <laughs> eliminating people from your life that do not reflect the kind of life that you want. And now there are seasons where, and there are reasons and there are purposes for you pouring into other people. Absolutely. What, what do you think I do for a living? <laughs> right. But if that is where you're expecting to get your energy from, it's that, if that is where you're expecting to be inspired, you are going to fall short and you are not going to have enough energy for the things that are attached to that purpose. And you're going to get home every day and feel bottomed out because you don't have those reinforcing forces in your life that are meant to carry you into the next season and to the next level. So after Miss USA, I made some really tough gut-wrenching decisions that eliminated virtually my entire community <laughs> from my life got out of a relationship. Um, those different things, a great relationship, a healthy relationship with a wonderful human being who I have the highest opinion of and is an amazing, amazing person that anybody be, would be lucky to marry an amazing person, but just wasn't right for me. And coming to grips with that, coming to grips with not winning Miss USA, coming to grips with, okay, I, I'm, I feel like I'm back at ground zero. I feel like I have no community. I feel like, you know, all these eyes are on me. What do people think? And that's why I put <laughs> number one is number one. Stop giving a microphone to the people whose voices should be in the bleachers. Whether that's pageant fans, whether that's well-meaning relatives, whether that's people saying, oh my gosh, you're 28. You know, are you, are you seeing anybody or are you, what are you, right? People's expectations of you that don't have a front seat in your life, but feel like they should have a front seat voice wink, wink. That's always fun, right? Sometimes the loudest people who have the biggest opinion are people who like can't even see what sport you're playing. And they're like, no, use the left hook. And you're like, dude, this is soccer. <laughs> so I want you guys to make a list and take account of your life right now. And you can pause this if you want to. You can just kind of do this quick exercise, but think through our, our classic spurf, spiritual, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and I want you to really think who inspires you. Who do you want to be like? Who do you want to be like spiritually? Who do you aspire to look like physically? Who do you aspire to act like emotionally? Who do you aspire to be with relationally? And who do you aspire to act like, live like, spend like financially? Who inspires you? 
the first step to finding the right people who will up-level your life is putting a name and a face to who those people even are. So often I think that we get really discouraged when we haven't done the the most basic things to set our sight on the next level. And I found myself getting kind of in a rut, getting it, not even a rut, just a pattern, a sense of okayness, a sense of apathy almost with like, okay, I'm just doing my thing. I'm just grinding it out every day. I'm leading, I'm doing what I know, but I wasn't sharpening myself with the, the sharpening of others, right? I wasn't sharpening myself as the, as even the Bible says that, um, other people that are Christians that are like-minded that are equally yoked will literally sharpen you, which is a super cool analogy because it's like super legit. And once you kind of find who inspire you, the next thing that I want you guys to do is I want you to write out all their qualifications that you admire about them. So you admire the way that they get in the word. You admire the way that they treat people. You admire the way that they carry themselves. You love the way they walk. You love the confidence they carry. You love the way that they save their money, you know, whatever it is. You love the way that they treat their spouse. You love the way that they um, are nurturing or hospitable. You love the way that they're emotionally aware and intelligent. And you're like, wow, I'm totally not there yet. But like, I love just being around them because of what they notice and how they listen. And I love that about them. So that's something that I'm definitely not perfect at, but I'm so incredibly grateful. Um, I had, I had so many wonderful people come into my life and, and, uh, fortunately and unfortunately people exit from my life as well. But when you understand that life is full of seasons on purpose, that there's a reason why winter is not forever. There's a reason why summer is not forever because the world happens in seasons and so does your life. I think it's incredibly freeing to know that that's exactly the way that it's supposed to be. And I, I love that. Which brings us to number three. I learned at 27 that you sure can grow through anything and become anything. I learned without a shadow of a doubt that you are what you think about, that you become who you read and you will think what you choose to think. Other people will choose to think what they think. Other people will choose to say what they want to say and you will become ultimately who you choose to become. And I think when you accept that and you realize that and you take that power back, you take that control back, understanding that an international pandemic, whatever you think about the pandemic, (laughs) I almost went on a tangent there, but I won't. Whatever you think about it, whether you think it's totally legit, whether you think it's a pandemic, whether you love masks, hate masks, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, whatever. You will create the life that you want to create and you will become the person that you want to become. You will act how you want to act. You will think how you choose to think. But as long as you put that control and that power in the hands of other people, it's going to be a really interesting life. It's going to be a really minimized life when you and, and when you really could understand and live life like, yeah, come hell or high water, I'm still in control of my thought life. I'm still in control of the way that I treat the waitress who's serving me at this restaurant. And that's really powerful. And I think I just like doubled down on that in this past year. Um, I had hit a ceiling in my company. I was feeling uninspired. I was feeling down. I was feeling like I need to push reset after Miss USA. I was like, oh, like I'm, I'm just, like I said, I, I exited a relationship peacefully. I had 
exited from a, a large community that I was a part of and I was feeling super down and not creative. And I just kind of wanted to have a pity party. But also the other side of me was like, you're an achiever. You're, you're competitive. Like I do not know how to relax. I'm terrible at it. I feel guilty about it all the time. <laughs> and, uh, but anyways, I, I got quiet for about a week and I don't know if y'all remember who followed me on social media, but I turned off social media, took it off my phone for a whole week. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done, but it was the best thing I've ever done. And it didn't even take a couple of days before the Holy Spirit told me to text Cade, who is a dear, dear, dear friend of mine, one of my best guy friends in the whole world. And uh, she's like, just text Cade. I was like, I haven't talked to Cade in like two years. What the heck? And Holy Spirit's like, text Cade. So I did. And we set up a coffee meeting and met at coffee and classic talked for six hours. <laughs> it was amazing. And walked out of there and had a plan to become business partners. Three weeks later, I had sold 33% of my company, up-leveled to three business partners and having somebody worth $23 million on my team. And a, a couple weeks before that, I had a zero bank account balance in one of my accounts. I was freaking out. <laughs> and I was like, I totally didn't feel inspired and was like, man, do I keep doing this? Like, am I, am I passionate about this? Like, what the heck am I doing? And just by listening to the Holy Spirit and getting quiet and understanding that I was powerful and strong and that I had the Lord on the inside of me and he was powerful and strong and he could get through anything. God gave me an idea where I believed in myself enough to take action, even when it didn't make sense. And within three weeks, was connected to multimillionaires and my, and everything in my company has changed since. So I want to leave you guys with this for point number three, decisions might be really hard in a moment, but they're, but the right decisions are worth it for a lifetime. And even if something seems crazy, the reason why it's so important to get centered in our thought life and our spiritual life and in our connections and our relationships is because those things have such a massive pull on the decisions that you make and who you become as a person. Those are really, really important to get it right. And God will always give you grace for when we get it wrong. Thank the Lord. But it's a lot more fun to get it right. <laughs> it's a lot more fun to be surrounded with the right people, with wonderful people who will pull the right things out of you and encourage you and call you higher and call you to your next level. And I want that for you. So that's something that I certainly learned at 27. Number four, <laughs> totally different. I learned that anxiety is real but it doesn't have to win. Uh, let's talk about anxiety. So COVID equals anxiety, right? Prepping for a national pageant, the national pageant of your dreams <laughs> in a 900 square foot apartment for three months when you can't leave is stressful, is anxiety. And my goodness, I learned so much about that, which we'll get to in number seven. But I have a couple coping strategies for you guys, and then I'll kind of circle back to this in, in number seven. So I learned how to mitigate this. Um, basic needs, good sleep, water, vitamins, and not surrounding yourself with toxic things like too much social media, eating unhealthily, too much caffeine, sugar crashes, all these different things, medicating with food or whatever, and being aware of your emotions. A couple techniques that I use all the time are the Mel Robbins uh, rule of five, where you count down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and it resets your brain. Literally, it's awesome. Um, I learned the turn down the volume technique, just knowing that you have the power to turn down some of those things that are not serving you. Incredible. Will change your life. And then here is another ninja move uh, that I use with my life coaching clients. It's called the possibility thought. So when you feel trapped in anxiety, when you feel backed up 
against a wall that you don't have options, what you can do is you can ask yourself, is it possible that I'm wrong? Is it possible that what I'm thinking is not all the information? Is it possible that there could still be some discovery needed that has a more positive outcome? You see, when you're arguing with yourself in your head and you're having a pity party or you're having a negative emotion or what, what have you, it's difficult because if somebody just comes through and is like, I am happy, I am beautiful, I am awesome, okay? And your brain's like, you're fat, you're ugly, you're a piece of crap, you're never going to get off the couch, you haven't done anything in five days, you're a failure. Then do you think being like, I am happy is going to break through and be like, oh my gosh, you're right, I am happy and beautiful and awesome. <laughs> done. No, it's not. Your brain's literally going to argue with you and be like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm still fat. My jeans don't fit. I have acne on my face. No one likes me and I'm single. That's what your brain's going to tell you. So this possibility thought is massively amazing for anxiety. It's amazing for negative thoughts. It's amazing for when you're arguing with your own self and having a pity party in your brain because it gets you closer to that promise. It gets you closer to those positive affirmations, but it's it's still half negative, half possible, or half half positive. It's in that possibility kind of logical part of your brain where it engages the prefrontal cortex and gets you closer to operating rationally and logically rather than just living in amygdala mode, which is like, <laughs> right? Like super, super, super emotional. So try that. And I want you all to message us or when you leave us a review and this helps you, I'd love for you to put that in the review, a five-star review, if you will because uh, it's radically changed my life. It's helped the lives of a lot of my clients too, and I want it to help you. Okay, moving to number five. Let uh, what happens fuel you, not destroy you. So uh, let what if fuel you, not destroy you. My bad. I thought I wrote a typo, so I was trying to read it differently. And then I was like, wait, no, you actually wrote it right. Great job, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Okay, that was weird. So let what if fuel you, not destroy you. So kind of like the possibility thought, a lot of times people get trapped in the what ifs and they just start going down this horrible road of like, what if I get in a car wreck? What if this happens? What if this happens? And they're just like miserable. Okay. So one thing that I've learned is to let what if fuel me. And I'm fully understanding that I could take this time to think of all the worst things that could happen, but is that going to serve my life? <laughs> no. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. No, thanks. It's just not the future that I want. So I started to try to train myself in the opposite direction and I made myself my own experiment, which I do a lot. <laughs> Super fun, by the way. And I said, you know what? Let's just see if my what if could actually fuel me. And so I started to ask questions like this. Well, what if I met the perfect man tomorrow? What if my dream employer was the next person that I served in line and I treated them wonderfully? I served them the best and they wrote their number down because they wanted to hire me. What if I did lose those 10 pounds? What if I did overcome this awful feeling that I'm having? What would that be like? And I started to ask myself better questions. And as you guys know that when you get better, when you ask better questions, you get better answers. You get the right answers. You get the answers that you're actually looking for. So I really want you guys to try this, all these things, and tell me about it. So please, please, please DM me and our team will respond on Powerhouse Podcast, Powerhouse Pageantry, or my own Instagram. I'd love for you guys to deploy these tactics and for them to help you. Okay, two more, two other things that I learned. So expert communication will never return void. This is like borderline scripture in my life. So I've been navigating some different seasons, growing several companies, you know, getting back into the dating world and 
these different things are just new to me, very, very new to me. And when you up level into new arenas, new communication circles, new business circles, more, you know, wealthier people or just people who are the next level beyond me in emotional intelligence or like whatever area that I'm the bottom end of the totem pole, which I love being in those kinds of rooms. I've really learned that emotional intelligence and just saying it like it is in a healthy way, again, emotionally intelligent way, but just being willing to communicate, like even if it's a little bit uncomfortable, it's been the most amazing thing in the world. Um, you know, even in the dating world, I think about those times that you're getting to know that person or you're building a new friendship, how those dominoes fall of trust and connection always come by one person leaning in a little bit to vulnerability, then seeing how the other person responds, right? Then knocking another little domino over and you might think to yourself, oh my gosh, like this might risk the relationship, but this is kind of uncomfortable. But I, I like, I really need to know this if we're going to move forward in trust or in relationship or dating, you know, friendship, whatever. And I've just really challenged myself even over the past six months to always go there, to not leave any stone unturned when it comes, when it comes to communication, when it comes to learning something about somebody, when it comes to needing information, um, especially in the dating world. Like if I value something or if I hold something that's, that's a boundary or, um, a principle of my faith or something that's just really important to me, putting myself out there and having that conversation. When you think about it, it's so silly. Like that's the only way to really know if you're actually connecting with somebody in that way. And the chances are that that conversation actually really needs to happen. Like the conversations that you're most afraid of, the conversations that are the most uncomfortable, chances are because you already know that there's a difference in value and you need to like kick that friend, kick that person to the curb. Or like you're, you know, you're just a little bit afraid on the inside because somebody else has rejected you in the past or abandoned you in the past, whatever. But without knowing the answer to those questions that you might have and why you need to bring those things up, you don't have true intimacy until you know that you're connected on those deep heart level issues. And so I've just challenged myself in this past year to really go there. And it's been incredible. And it's been so fun because when you do find your people, your friends, you know, those relationships that are supposed to be in your life that carry those values or those interests, even like even just interests, you know, like, Hey, I love bowling. You love bowling, right? Like you might be kind of nervous because you think it's nerdy or like whatever, but you don't know that you connect until you have that conversation. And it's so fun when you, when you lean in and it pays off. It's so awesome because then you get to be more emotionally and deeply connected. And that is so cool and so much fun. And number seven, like I said, I wanted to circle back to this. Um, the seventh thing that I've learned is that therapy is awesome. And I'm like thinking about my 19 year old self in college, literally thinking that therapy was dumb and having access to free therapy for four years in college and never taking myself up on it. Dumb. <laughs> I wish that'd have been so cool. Oh my gosh. Now I'm paying like a million dollars an hour. Um, but oh my gosh, having somebody in your life that you get to vent to that literally you're paying to be that kind of friend in your life, that kind of mentor in your life. You guys, we've all been through stuff. We've all been through hell and back. The older that you get, the more stuff you've gone through. And I think most of us just kind of shrug it off and we're like, Meh, I'm fine. But one thing that I'm learning, especially because a lot of achievers listen to my podcast There's only so much fining 
that you can do until you're really not fine. And you end up either being a fire breathing dragon on everyone around you that just like bottles up this anger inside or you're self-destructing, self-harming, you know, something like that. And I just really have come to find out and believe this is not health advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a counselor, but my goodness, if you have the opportunity, I just believe everybody should go find an awesome therapist. And, you know, I reached out to therapy, not because I felt broken, not because I felt, you know, nothing traumatic happened in my life. Nothing was wrong. Nothing is wrong. But we all walk through stuff. And I've been really vulnerable about some of the things that I've walked through. And I was like, you know, what? with how much stuff I deal with every day and how empathetic I am and just dealing with other people's problems all the time and helping other people, there is a chance that this might be beneficial for me just to not have to be the coach for once in a while. And I can almost like not even say that without crying because whether you're a mom, whether you're just like the leader in your friend group, whether you're the captain of the soccer team, so often, I think as women too, like we just don't take that time for ourselves. So whether it's therapy, whether it's a massage, whether it's giving yourself the gift of leaving your phone at home and going for a 30 minute walk and just talking to God or just you know, just breathing and looking at looking at God's creation, whatever it is for you. Um, I just want that for you. And I would encourage you big time in that because I think it's going to help you a bunch. And I'm excited to see how it continues to transform my life and unravel some of my things that I've walked through and becoming the healthiest, best version of myself that I ever could be for my clients, for my family, for all of my relationships in my life and for myself, you know, just loving who I am, waking up and going to bed healthy and getting a good night's sleep and managing my energy. Like everybody deserves that. Everybody should have that feeling, you know, and I want that for you. So those are my seven things I've learned at 27. I can't wait to tell you some of my dreams for 28. But before we do that, um, I'm really excited to share with you guys a super secret thing that I think we talked about only last week on the Power the Powerhouse podcast. And uh, this is going to be exclusively for podcast listeners only. So I'm so excited that in-person events are back, like we said last week, and I'm so excited to be hosting the Powerhouse Mastermind 2021 um, spring, because we'll probably do one in the fall too. And just to give you guys a little bit of detail, so it's May 27th, 29th, we're doing a Thursday to Saturday, and the reason for that, it's a Thursday night, so you can still work in the morning if you need to. Um, here in Omaha, Nebraska, the reason why we're doing that is because Thursday flights are super cheap, and we're trying to save people as much money as possible. And it's the week after a lot of school gets out. So we want to make that available for everyone. Now, we're going to be going over five main areas. Walking, um, identity, mindset and identity, um, branding, interview, which includes platform, social impact pitch, and on-stage question. Okay. This is a mastermind. It is not for newbies. It's not for beginners. It's for polishing. It is for, oh my gosh, I haven't done a pageant in two years and... I think I want to do well. I think I'm prepared. I really want to win this year. And I would love an opportunity to shake off the dust. I would love an opportunity <laughs> to kind of get my wiggles out, polish things, get feedback. I am flying in multimillionaires. I am flying in expert entrepreneurs. I am flying in six different pageant coaches from all over the world who are experts, state level title holders and above. Um, and we are taking, we are absolutely taking this so seriously. We're going to tons of fun too, duh, and have Chick-fil-A. So it'll be amazing. And uh, we're just going to have a blast. So many of my inner circle girls were like, Coach Megan, can you please like do something 
so we can meet each other in person. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because I'm fun and I love to have fun. Um, but y'all know, like I, I, I give away this much information on the podcast. You can only imagine what an in-person event is like, right? Um, actually, tomorrow I'm interviewing the uh, young lady who won a national pageant just by listening to our podcast, which I'm so excited about. So y'all get to hear her story too. But in terms of what to expect, um, the second you sign up, we send you every single detail known to man. So we send you what to wear. We send you where it is, hotel, um, how you can do that, how to find a roommate. We put you in a Facebook group. Everything's super private because the world does not need to know all the details of where a bunch of beautiful women are staying. Um, and we, this is just going to be amazing. It's going to be over 16 hours of coaching and three days. And uh, we're really going to solidify a ton of habits for you guys. And every single thing that one of our coaches teaches you, we will have a game exercise or some kind of actionable element that you can take action right away. We will have mock interviews. We will get direct feedback from every single one of our judges. You'll get to practice on stage question. You'll get to practice social impact pitch if you have that. Um, we have something special for USA girls who don't do social impact pitch. We will give you feedback on your branding. We're going to show you how to get into the press, newspapers, articles on TV, all these cool things. You do not want to miss out. And there are only about 25 more spots available. We're keeping this super, super small. Um, and it's going to be a blast. So I want to meet you, especially if you've been watching or listening to our podcast forever. And I don't know who you are. Please do not walk, run. DM me right now. I want to know who you are. I want to connect with you. And I would absolutely love to meet you. You do not have to be a previous powerhouse client for this. And I don't care if you work with a different coach. We have tons of girls who are coming that just want a different perspective, but work with a different pageant coach and are just like, oh my gosh, I just don't like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Or I still want to polish a few things and I'd love a different perspective, a different angle. And I'd really love to just get to walk through some of these things and not have, you know, Miss Texas, Miss Oregon, Miss whatever be the first time I step on a stage. We're even having them build a runway in the middle of our event space, guys. This is serious business. So just so you guys know, the the normal rate for masterminds like this for 16 hours of coaching is about $3,000. And we are slashing this for over 75% off at $497. So the entire mastermind is only $497. You can pay in two payments. I'm going to put the link in the description where you guys can sign up. And I, I want to see you. I want to meet you. It's going to be literally so much fun. And you guys, <laughs> I wish something like this existed when I was competing because I would have walked there if I had to. It's going to be a blast. Um, and like I said, all the details will be sent to you. But you guys can go to that website to learn a little bit more about it. Get a mock schedule. And uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. Okay. So I hope to see you there at the Powerhouse Mastermind. It's going to be an absolute blast. It's going to be an amazing time. And uh, last but not least, I want to tell you guys a little bit about my dreams for 2021. Yay. Okay. And I want you guys to dream with me. So after this, I want to hear some of your dreams. Feel free to post a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. And I'd love for you to write some of your dreams on top of it. Let's do that, actually. That'd be so fun. I would love to see that. So take a little screenshot of you listening and or make a list and tag us and we'll repost it on powerhouse podcast and powerhouse pageantry. So I'd love to see that. Yay. Okay. So some of my dreams, um, I'm excited. I'm going to be opening two other companies this year, powerhouse marketing and, um, one that I can't tell you guys about yet, but, um, June 2nd will be our five year birthday. We are half a decade old already and have transformed thousands of lives. And, um, I just have to pinch myself. I mean, most businesses fail after their first year. And as a 28 year old, um, who didn't know what she was doing, I just love that if I can do it, any of y'all can do it. So I'm opening two other companies 
companies. I hope that Powerhouse is a half million to three quarters of a million dollar business by the end of the year. That's one of my dreams. Um, I am working on a certain body fat percentage that I want to stay at for the rest of the year. Uh, one of my other goals is that I want to I want to meet my future spouse. I want to get back in the dating world. I want to um, be in a serious, committed relationship and feel great about that. That's one of my huge goals. Um, I'm working on something in ministry with my family. Um, that let's just say, cause you guys are our secret podcast or our, our awesome podcast family. We have another podcast that's going to be launching later this year. That's going to provide you a daily supplement to your spiritual life and be something that you can listen to on the way to work, uh, you know, brushing your teeth every morning and, uh, really be a great short sense of discipleship to teach you the word, teach you the really practical sides of faith, which is going to be amazing. And then my goal is to grow uh, pageants and politics to 200 women who are subscribed to that a month. And we are on our way there. And we've had some amazing testimonials so far, which is awesome. So if you're not part of pageants and politics, I'll put that link in the description as well. That has been so much fun. Amber's kicking butt. Um, and like I said earlier, we hired three new powerhouse coaches. So coach Amber, coach Mel and coach Allie are all on staff now and are just rocking it. Um, we just onboarded an another walking coach even today. So we're expanding in that. And so you guys, it's so much fun to do what you love. I would be so overjoyed for you to join our family, to join our community. We would love to welcome you with open arms. We're a big, happy family. Everybody is so kind and so awesome. And you have natural best friends all over the world who it's, it's just, ugh. It's awesome. So thank you so much. Um, those are some of my dreams. I'd love to hear your dreams. Please screenshot this. Leave us a five-star review um, and a comment if this has been a blessing to you. I want to see you at the mastermind. So please, please, please come. Click on the links in the description if you're listening. Um, and I'll, I'll post them all over social media as well. Shoot me a DM if you've been watching for a while and we've not connected yet, um, listening for a while. I would love to connect with you and know that you exist. And uh, with that, you guys, that's all I have for you this week. I will see you next week. Bye. Hey guys, Coach Megan here. And again, welcome to season three. I'm so happy to have you here. Please, a couple things I wanted to just say, share this with a friend that you know needs to hear this today. Um, we give out this free information all the time because I'm so passionate about lowering the barriers to entry for women to be successful in pageantry, but also to grow themselves as transformative leaders that know their identity, are great communicators, leaders, and also are initiating and engaging in their calling. So with that, one thing I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of is a brand new program that we beta launched last fall called the Interview Mastery Academy. And there's nothing like it on the market in the pageant industry. And as a competitor and a coach, somebody who's gone through this and been in your shoes several times, I created this because there was a hole in the market. And I am here as a coach and as a person who loves women's empowerment to fill those gaps and see those problems and provide solutions for you guys. And so this is an eight-week course that is not just pageant coaching, although it will transform your communicative ability as well as your leadership. It's also going to transform you as a person. We get down into the nitty-gritty about your mindset, your your different personalities, your core values, your style, your social media. I teach you how I built a six-figure company online, specifically through Instagram. We go through everything from your platform to your paperwork to on-stage question to the advanced question framework. We handle everything. It is all encompassing. You guys, I even have 2000 practice questions as well as timed mock interviews and a national level packing list. I have truly put everything on the inside
outside of this academy, and we'd be honored to have you be a part of it. So how you can get involved is in, at the end of every episode, you guys can DM us on Instagram. You can email us info at powerhousepageantry.com, or the easiest way is just to click the link in the show notes, no matter where you're listening, and we'll send you right on to be able to access either a one-on-one strategy call with me personally, a free 30-minute call, or if you're ready to write, write to sign up, you can just tell us and we'll give you the information to purchase. It is something that will absolutely positively transform your entire life guaranteed. And I've created it as a total replacement for one-on-one coaching so that through the craziness of life and the busyness of your schedule, you can ensure that you have everything necessary to be successful in pageantry, but on your own time and on your own terms. So if you'd like more information, click the link in the show notes or email info at powerhousepageantry.com and a member of our team will make sure that you are taken care of. And with that, I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you are following us on social media at powerhouse pageantry and at Megan underscore Swanson. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.